You can arrest me, put me in jail, stick me in the electric chair, but no matter how unlawful you make it, I'm just never going to be down with BIM. This is the Apple on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. As always, with me is Sam and Jackie. How are Sam and Jackie today? Starting with Jackie. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, this fan. movie confirmed why I do not like apples. Oh. <laughs> this is the reason? Yep. Hmm. Sam, how's life treating you today? It's all right. All right. Well, this week on the Stinker Madness podcast, Jackie has set up a third in a repeating series of hers of... Dancical music numbers that stink from the year 1980, pretty much. Because I think Xanadu and Can't Stop the Music, her previous two picks, were also both 1980 movies. And I, this one was better than both of those. Huh, oh, man. At well, least it was shorter. At least it was, it was shorter. Better is a debatable term. An hour and 27 minutes as opposed to yeah. Can't Stop the Music's two hours and three minutes and Xanadu's one hour and 49 minutes or something like that. But... uh this shit sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Screw you both. This this movie was awesome. It had all of the good qualities. Singing, dancing, sweet-ass costumes. I, the I, costumes were terrible. I'm the not, costumes were awesome, dude. They were all kinds of shiny, and raccoons <sighs> love shiny. I'm not going to say yet that I have, I'm have. i saying that it sucks because I don't like it. I, it's, I am still confused whether I like it or don't like it. I am saying it sucks because it is shit. It is a bad job making a movie. It is <laughs> a bad great. job of writing a screenplay. It's There's a bad no job of directing it. He, hey, man, Menachem's got his own name. It says right after the credits, at uh, the credits, after the actors, screenplay. So he, Menachem Globe. He wrote the page and a half of sentences. Pretty much. That weren't the four pages of lyrics. Exactly. Fuck. Well, there's not even four pages of lyrics because most of the songs only have like one or two yeah. sentences in them. Yeah, no, this is a six, this is a, there's six pages of written word involved with the making of this film. I will say that it's a production. Oh, it's something. It's, oh, it, it laid on the production aspect like nobody's business. There is lots of singing and dancing and many, many extras. Um, <laughs> and some sweet sparkly costumes. Uh, Everybody in, in the future in 1994 uh, wears silver, gold, or some other electric color. They accent with, with uh, pastels, too. Yes. Before, Miami Vice was big. Before we go too far into the... Um, thematic elements of this film or the production elements of this film because i am going to let you ramble about the costumes for a while um is this the furthest from 1994 well i guess is this the furthest off that any movie has ever been as far as what the future is well considering it's the furthest off of what people are yes <laughs> when when predicting the future if you're unable to really accurately uh depict people and society mm -hmm. and what they like actions and events then uh yeah you're not going to get any closer with predicting the future if you can't even like recreate people and the places that they live so let me throw this one out there to blow your mind okay burning a question they weren't in america because they said you're going to america to do a coast-to-coast -to -coast tour i thought that she just was going to the west coast the west coast yeah so but my understanding was that they were not in america they were in america well, they're in Germany. 
Yeah, they're filming in Germany. It's quite obvious that they were in Germany, but and they're in the airport most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really, really far off from what 1994 was, especially for music, because it is glam. This is really, really, really glam music. Very sparkly, lots of uh, neons and... Uh, angles you know like like when your collars are sharp and pointy you know because you're from the future yeah and your sunglasses are sharp and pointy because you're from the future and your guitars are sharp and pointy because you're from the future not like the uh the grunge music craze that we all knew that rebelled against the 1980s excess yeah well here's a little fun fact in filmmaking and when you see lower budget productions how the future can become quite angular in art direction, building things with straight lines is a lot easier, a lot less expensive, and a lot faster oh, sure. yeah, than I trying to that. make round things. And so a lot of times when you look at a budget production that has like these very angular set pieces and very mm -hmm. angular props, it's because they can make them a lot faster. Because you just go one chop. Yeah, it's just paint it, cut it, glue it together, glue it together after you cut it and paint it, and it's great. But uh, you start making round things, and that's adding... A lot of bucks. You got to steam the wood and shape or it. Or use a lot of plastic and extrusions and things like that. I mean, you got to so you got to work to make round shapes. Is that the apple in this movie was probably the most expensive prop. And it looked like shit. It looked like it, shit. I was confused at first because it shows up and... It was a bowling ball. Well, it was green. <laughs> and then BB takes it and it's red. It was half and half. It was half and half. Right. And then like later on in the song, you see that it's a half and half apple. And I was like, mm, what the hell? All right, so more prop talk. Give me some thoughts on the cars and motorcycles of this movie. Those motorcycles are stupid. Yeah, man. again, it's easier to make it uh, square. Because one of the problems also with rounding things, even if it's just bending it around, making it symmetrical if you takes take, extra time. Take away the uh, gadgets that uh, the motorcycles have in Megaforce. Which motorcycles are cooler? Megaforce or the Apple's motorcycles? Delta Force. Delta Force's motorcycle, sure, of course, but yeah. we're not talking about those ones. Well, I just feel like that should be mentioned. Because <laughs> uh, these motorcycles are stupid looking. These motorcycles, yeah. you know, they're stupid, but they don't have quite the job to do, mm -hmm. so I think they suck less. Okay. <laughs> you know what other car really got my goat in this movie is the, the police vans that, that storm into the park. Uh-huh. Just have some bubbles. They look like cow udders, like... That is a dog or a, a, some kind of animal that's got the nipples. But, but they're on the top of yeah. the band. I know, but it still struck me as a nipple utter type thing. They're also, they're some of the least intimidating police vehicles of all time. They're essentially rejected VW vans that, ooh, scary, it's the police. Yeah, there comes the police. Are they going to go camping? What are they? In the, in, the, in the vanigans again. Yeah, not intimidating. With some pink stuff on there. How about the uh, the production company's station wagon that bears an uncanny resemblance to a certain I couldn't find Simpsons out vehicle? The, 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 the Simpsons was referencing this when they did that. It The, the car looks it, very eerily similar to the Homer. The Homer. Yeah. Very, very similar. Uh, it's got the the bubbles on the top. It's got all of the stuff. You know, just bullshit stuck to it all over the place. And and the core of it is a station wagon. Yeah, like it, not it, not a modern day station wagon, like a like a Crown Vic or uh, the Chrysler Town and Country station wagon yes. with the wood paneling on the sides. The five hundred wagon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Living luxury with, with with a with a two foot tall. Uh, 
luggage rack on the hood. We've we've got all of the money. We're the most powerful entity in all of humankind, and we like to cruise around in a Chrysler TNC that's got some stuff glued to it. Hey, that stuff glued to it was awesome. It was sparkly. They they obviously went the extra mile with the gold sparkle spray paint. Screw you guys. I mean, those those, oh, yeah. those were awesome. I would, Seriously awesome. What happens if you take that, like, if you if you do what the vehicle's designed for? Because it's got the domes on the top, so you, your luggage rack is gone. Right. So you do have to store your luggage on the hood. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you get it all stacked up there nice, and you open the garage door, and you can't see shit. And you're like, all right, kids, back in the house. Vacation's canceled. <laughs> This car sucks. You have to drive it in reverse the whole way. Yeah. You can't see shit because there's a spoiler back there. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You never see these cars backing up. <laughs> so you're always going forward in this movie. Like, okay, good. This, this place has a roundabout. We'll be able to get the cars out. And they always go about like four feet at six miles an hour. Yeah, and then they <laughs> like, and then they cut the scene. You're like, okay, the car didn't fall apart again. Whoo, dodge that little bullet one more time. How about some of the music in this film? There's there's a lot of it. There's yeah. more well, musical numbers than I remember in most musicals. Even like Grease has significant less than this. There's like 17 has. songs there's or something. There's a lot of songs. It was originally 17 musical numbers. I don't know what they ended up with. I didn't count. I meant to, but I was. it was a bit of a marathon getting through this thing for me. I'll be honest. I, I struggle with the musicals, and I did have a good time with I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot during this movie, but this is easily the worst musical that's ever been made. I, w- I would consider it as far as... From a musical standpoint, yeah, woo boy, the music the is supposed are, to tell a story and it doesn't. They're not good songs. They, you can't understand what they're saying half the time. Yeah, uh, and then the songs themselves sort of don't follow. It's interesting, like to break convention of the conventional uh, music making and song formulation, but they just like throw hooks in the wrong places sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's like it doesn't work. That's no. just abrasive. Yeah, and uh, that speed song. Yeah, God. speed. They just would throw the. They just throw the speed. hook in wherever they felt like it over and over and over and over again and i'm with you as far as like uh not just the songs themselves but the dance production around them had nothing to do with anything like xanadu is a pile of shit it's pile but it understands how to make a musical they just failed miserably miserably in doing so monogam globin or Golan. Yeah. Globin, the other one. Globin. Hemoglobin. He may have never seen a musical before in his life unless it was... Oh, you know what it is? He's getting all that uh, Bollywood shit at this I time. I don't know. It's like, you know what? Those guys seem like they know how to do it. I think that there's a point where you've... Where a, where a production heads south on you so far that I could see those elements where you're just not giving up on stuff because everything has kind of gone wrong so many times. You don't really know how things are going to turn out anymore. And that, like, after they wrap... They start putting the footage together, and he's like, oh, shit, we had to make so many sacrifices. This just doesn't make any sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the kid, the, the kid at yeah, the, the end, that's supposed to be a baby, and they just couldn't find a young enough kid, so he's just wandering around like a six-year-old. Yep. Just bag it. <laughs> he doesn't need to have a you, kid. You don't need to have a kid. Jackie, how uh, how did you feel about the music? I, <laughs> I liked it. I thought it added to the ridiculousness of the movie. Oh, it does. Because it's, it, you guys are absolutely right. It had, like, a hook line in it. And then they would say some shit around the hook line and they would go back to the hook line. And like the master song, he just kept saying, I'm a good master. I'm a good master. I'm a good master. I'm a good master. Oh, don't forget. Child of love. Child of love. Child of love. Child of love. (laughs) That was the entire 
song. I kid you not. There was no other lyrics in it. Um, but the, you know the one that I like the best, mm-hmm. and I I I challenge you two to think about this. I like the Speed song best. Really, I hate that song. Speed American Speed. Would you listen to that song in your car driving around? Honestly, not for being funny and like ironic. Would you seriously drive around and just hear Speed? That would get so annoying. Speed over and over. No, I would never buy the soundtrack of this movie. Oh God, it's horrible. Without the costumes, this movie—I mean, the music would fall flat. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I need the flash of what's in the movie and what's in the scene to keep me entertained and with the music. I—I wholeheartedly agree that every element failing at once is what makes this sort of spectacular. Yeah, I—I need the costumes and the pizzazz and all of that weird shit that they put in there. Pizzazzes. Maybe the subtitle of this film. <laughs> the Apple. Pizzazz! <laughs> you like they it! They should have really had a character named Pizzazz. <laughs> well, let's talk about the characters for a little bit. That's a good segue. You've got to the two uh, main antagonists, or the protagonists of this film, uh, Alfie and Bibi, who are apparently folk singers yeah. beforehand. And let's stop right now. And in the way that this film was made, we have the main character, Alfie, and his prop, Bibi. Yeah. <laughs> This is not, in terms of sexual politics, this one isn't up the food chain very high. Are they a couple before? Yeah. Do yeah. You think? She says boyfriend. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So they've got a previously established relationship of uh, lavas. Yeah. So then she goes to the party and makes out with Ben guy. Just, well, let's, let's yeah. table that because there's a little uh, sinister stuff happening there. Uh, it's not believable sinister stuff, but I think it's implied sinister stuff. But uh, so... Alfie is a little bit more reluctant for stardom. They both uh, are musicians and both seeking careers in music, but she wants, I think it's clear that she wants to be a star. She just wants out of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. And he just wants to make records. He wants to not compromise art. Yeah. She's, uh, she's ready to live the rock and roll lifestyle. She's MTV and he's Casey Kasem. I don't think he's Casey Kasem. He's like Cat Stevens. Yeah, or Cat Stevens. Like he he has no interest in yeah. in being he just wants to make good music for the people. Yeah. The people will like and enjoy. She's Cher like, and he's Sonny Bono. Throw confetti at me. Like after because Sonny Bono and he didn't compromise the art. Did, didn't he? <laughs> he just covered other people's sins and then became a mayor of fucking Palm Springs. Yeah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> no, it's, it's not Sonny Bono. Uh, um, no. <laughs> Cher's a good analogy. Uh, yeah, but he's Cher and Cat Sonny. Stevens, maybe. I don't know. I mean, God rest your soul, Sonny. Heck of a guy. But... Heck of a guy. Horseshit trip to Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got uh, Boogaloo, the record producer, the, the chief of... Music, I guess. He, the president of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's he? I mean, I, I, we know that he's a, he's a, an analogy for the devil. He yeah, is the devil. He's the devil. Yeah. With uh, hip terminology. Yeah. But, with uh, only one horn, because the other one got chipped off in a fatal accident. I, fatal. <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> that think. didn't kill him. Oh. So uh, he wants near to. Fatal. He wants to corrupt BB. Everybody. Every, well, yeah, okay. He wants to control it. But in the uh, in the hour and a half that we have to deal with, it's mostly him corrupting B. Yeah, it's like these two are the only two left on Earth that he hasn't figured out. Mm-hmm. Other than, I guess, the people that we find later. But Then you've yeah. got uh, a- uh, Pandy and Dandy, the lead singers, like the most successful music duo in well, if you, if the you world. Well, if you made BIM, wouldn't you be as successful with is, BIM? Is that the name of their band or, or just the, the song? song? Is the album... 
Is it Bim by Bim from the album Bim? Yeah. I thought Bim was like the overall corporation type of thing because No, their corporation is Boogaloo Records. Right. But then they start doing the Bim stickers and they start marketing and advertising. And then when they get BB in there, BB becomes part of the Bim series. So it's like this little Bim family of singers and they're all just this group of singers. But they're still just doing the song Bim. Yeah, and BB's still just doing speed. So uh, it's No, but they do make a, a a triple album together. So they did have one concert appearance yeah. with Mandy and Pandy. Pandy, Pandy and, and Dandy. BB. And BB. Uh-huh. And they have one record that they do together. So it's like they're like the rat pack under reprised records. They're that's their they're a thematic group, but they're part of a record company that is called something else. I was thinking more like P. Diddy. And his little rap family. Yeah, but see, that was the name of his record. What about like what Bell Biv Bad Boy DeVoe Records? And, or it wasn't TLC on with Bell Biv DeVoe. No, that and, was uh, uh, Bill Biv DeVoe, Boyz II Men, Boyz II Men ABC, ABC, BVD, BVD. Let's well, Boyz. But yeah, there but wasn't TLC something. originally on that same no, Motown contract. So. Okay, well, I, think I don't they're know. They're on anything. the burn your house down to the motherfucking ground, Andre <laughs> take, Risen. Take that, Andre <laughs> Risen. God rest her soul. It's <laughs> not what Andre Risen said, but whatever. Um,. Are we missing anybody as far as characters? Not well, really. Well, the, the serpent. Snake. Shake instead of snake. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the black guy. Yeah. I, I With didn't the catch that he diamonds his name on his was teeth. Shake. Yeah, his name was Shake. Instead of snake. Yeah. Yeah, and you really don't put that together that he's supposed to be the serpent mm-hmm. until yeah. the very end when he's, he's dressed standing, up as a snake. Yeah, he's standing there behind the devil dressed up as a snake, and then you're like, oh, that makes sense. Mm. And I couldn't decide. Towards the end of the movie, I was leaning towards him actually being on acid. I couldn't tell if he was doing a really good good job pretending he was on acid or if he was really on LSD well, during filming. Was, you're you're now convinced that he was doing some things with his fingers and kind of looking off to the side like he was lost on set towards in the last scene in the park that I was like that man looks like he's on LSD. He's either the greatest actor of our of our time or he's just fucking frying out of his gourd right now. He yeah. struck me as a character, or as a person, that was high as a fucking kite this entire movie. Yeah, I, I think he may have been on something. Just, just his mannerisms and how loosey-goosey everything was about the way that he moved around the screen. Just, people are not that relaxed normally. Well, I didn't like him. No. I did not like him being on screen. I didn't want him in front of me, and uh, so I'm going to go with one hell of a good actor, because now that I realize he was he's the snake... Bravo, sir. I shouldn't like you. I shouldn't want to have anything to do with you. You are a bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah, so I I applaud whoever played that man. Um, I could tell you. I'm on the screen. Nobody has a picture. I wonder how they got that shit on his teeth to stay there. Rachel. Rachel is his name. Good job, Rachel. So let's get into this damn thing. Okay. Movie starts out with a rock concert that's kind of like the battle of the bands like there's just but it's like election day for planet earth yeah who's the best that's gonna lead the bim around like become bim well no bim is their entry Mm -hmm. that's their song in the entry of battle of the song right so how's it like an election well if you win then i guess you fucking are the president of Earth or something. No, the president of the Earth is Boogaloo. I think you just get her like a, a chance to sign with. Re- you know what it is? It's one of the. It's fucking American Idol, is what it is. Yeah, it There's is. Fans voting at home and shit. And but it, it's like they had a deal where now Bim's gonna be the exercise song that you got to do every day and just a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. So I I got a question. Uh-huh. Sure. 
in the judging of this competition, they say we got 150 heartbeats. Yeah, that's where I was going. Okay, so yeah, a heartbeat. I I would consider that like a person and their heart is beating. Uh huh. Right. Per minute, normally is how you would track that number. <laughs> right. Oof. But the way that they say it in the movie, it's like, oh, now there's 151 hearts. It's like somebody's got a dead heart out there. There's and then- a very arbitrary system of measurement that's being that's taking place here. I. He, and they're uh, calling can, it heartbeats. You guys are, I was you guys kind are, of weirded out by this. Like I couldn't, I didn't really get it. You're missing something even more important than that because let's let's set the stage here. The yeah. uh, the producer has like a, a system for tracking all of the audience members. Their how they feel, their reactions to things. He uses it to judge uh, uh, to basically say who's going to win this competition. Yeah, but. Uh, w- as Jackie mentioned, there's a tracker for the heart rate, and that's one of their major deals. The if you have a high heart rate, you're you're doing good. They also mentioned that they're tracking pulse rate. Yeah, because they're not the heart. It wasn't heart rate. It was like, did you have, hear what I just said? Yeah, pulse rate and heart rate. They, they didn't, never it wasn't say heart rate. rate. They Two, say heartbeats. They say heartbeats. Okay, so they're but they specifically say uh, we've got a 140 pulse rate and a 150 heartbeats. Yeah. Heartbeats. It's the same fucking thing. Well, oddly, I don't know that heartbeats is anything. Not That's in this the problem. Kingdom of awesomeness yeah. is that the heartbeats seems to be like again the arbitrary system of measurement <laughs> of what I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's maybe it's like a passer rating where they've got like pulse <laughs> an equation that you times ten by. divided by number of wet panties, <laughs> and then you. <laughs> Put that in the parentheses, and if there's any nickels thrown at the stage, then you demerit points after that. I'm going to say, though, that I thought that this started off strong. Yeah. Because the bin song, first off, I was confused about what the hell they were saying. So that took me about half the song. My first note is, hey, 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 dibs on the flame. So I got bim is the power bims on the plane? Hmm. I know what it says eventually, yeah, I think. Yeah. Is I the, thought it said BIM is the power. BIM is the power. BIM is a power. BIM is the thing. That's what I thought they were saying. Hey, hey, hey. BIM's on the way. BIM's on the way. Yeah. yeah. This what is it, uh, Andy and Dandy's band's song. Dandy and Pandy. Dandy and Pandy. Dandy and Pandy. Dandy and Mandy. <laughs> and BIM. Sandy and Candy <laughs> are dancing and singing. <laughs> what is BIM? What? That, I, that's the question I have written down. What the what, hell is BIM? Who or what is BIM? Is BIM anything? Is BIM a reference to something in the Bible that we can't draw a connection to? Because, I mean, the, the the spiritual references in this film are very dubious. Like, am I supposed to be making a connection here and I can't? I don't know what BIM is. So what I was thinking is that if it would have been BOM, B-O-M, right? It would have been Mark of the Beast. Backwards. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's BIM. So that doesn't really correlate to anything that I can. Men in black backwards. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Big in in media? I don't know. Boogaloo International Music? Boys in men? Uh Oh. (laughs) Wee wee wee. Do you think it was a space keeper? On the on like the lyrics, he just wrote Bim in and never was able to write something else. Stephen King? Like Spadoinkle and Cannibal the Musical? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or it could really, truly... I, I like Jackie's idea of a, a acronym. Big that, in Media. Yeah, Big in Media. I, man, I don't know what the fuck Boogaloo BIM is. in Music. Bigaloo Inter- International Music is a good one. Yeah. I, oh, I wonder. And it, Are we fucking idiots and she's right? She could be right. Uh, I could be. 
but I'm not real sure. Either well, way, you can be very unsure about everything. This, in this film, movie. Do, if that, if you're correct, this film does not spell that out very well. No, it doesn't. No, because I, I have it written down because I was still unsure about what it meant, but by the end of the film. So I wanted to have a conversation about it. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's my very first question. Who or what is BIM? Yeah, and I'll also say it's the uh, the first mega failure is to tell the audience that this is the thing and have them go, BIM? Is the, th- the thing? BIM is, is the- BIM. And if, you're telling me that right now. If you are saying, if you're correct that it's Boogaloo International Music and they're saying BIM is on the way... So Bim's not here yet? Well, then Bim, who the fuck are you guys? They're upstairs. They're upstairs rigging the game. When does Bim show up? Bim's everywhere, I guess. Bim shows up when they, um, when Pandy and Dandy and BB. That's really hard to remember which Andy and Dandy that is. Uh, they sing the Bim is here song. Is that? Oh, is that what they're singing? Bim is here. Yeah. That wasn't part of the original Bim. <laughs> No, because it's confusing. Then they get they get Bam, <laughs> Bimby, BB, BB in there, and uh, Bimby. Then you know what? Bimby's mother gets shot at the beginning. Bim is here. <laughs> <laughs> she was wandering around underneath the bridge in the woods, and those people were hungry. Hunters. <laughs> For forever cursing children to believe that hunting is bad. <laughs> All right, so either way, questions abound already. But uh, so Dandy and Andy, Candy, Mandy do their song, and uh, then Alfie and BB come on stage, and they do start singing this folk love song, and the fans, the fans are kind of like uh, teenage boys and teenage girls for the most part. It's, yeah. it's like they're younger. It's a younger crowd there. It, it rapidly goes from what is this to some heavy petting. Yeah, like what boo? You suck. Wait a second. You suck. What? what? Well, my girlfriend likes it, so I'm gonna like it. Too. Yeah, but he's so like the to men. Second base. The teenage boys are like, they, I think it's more than that. They kind of seem entranced by it. They're like, their heart rates are going up. Well, I guess. Well, according your to the lyric, boner goes up, your heart rate goes up. Yeah, too, it's true. So. That's why they had 158 heartbeats because there was just hard ons all over that place. Yeah, they, <laughs> when they, when they calm down, their heart rate goes up and uh, they break the record. <laughs> I, it, I saw that thing go up to 162. 162. So, yeah. There was a meter life threatening. There was a meter off screen that actually had a 2.7 average heart on rating. <laughs> they just couldn't put that in and keep the rated PG. I guess. Well, according to the lyrics of the song, the, what was overcoming the crowd was that love, love is the universal melody. Oh, yeah. I didn't hate the song. I little, did a little hokey, but uh, I didn't hate it near as much it as fucking speed. Bim, yeah. I think Bim was the worst song. Bim's pretty crappy. Hey, hey, hey! Bim's on the way. Um, yeah. So the kids are in, like, oh, we really like this, and the producers like that's sentimental crap. Nobody, that's they're just nostalgia. feeling nostalgia and that's shit. And so they don't know Bim is the shit. So he sabotages the whole thing. Makes uh makes Snake put in a, a tape of icky sounds that plays over the loudspeakers so the students or the 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 teenagers start freaking out and going nuts again hey, you suck man we're hearing crackle coming over the speakers boo even though it clearly has nothing to do with the performance you're giving boo <laughs> yeah well i don't know that they were booing necessarily uh what bb and what is the Scotsman's name again? Alfie. Alfie. Oh yeah, we should mention that Alfie cannot is ditch the cannot accent. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's clearly Scottish. I, I'm from Canada. Eh? <laughs> no, you're not. The Highlands of Canada. Let's go play hockey. That's what we like to do. 
Where's my poutine? <laughs> <laughs> and haggis. I mean, not haggis. <laughs> Definitely not haggis. I don't like that at all. Yeah. So, uh, so they're pissed off, and and the whole thing gets rigged, and and so BB runs off the stage in tears because her she's never going to be a star, and Alfie's like, well, big deal, you know. I just you know I I thought we gave a good performance, you know, we were good, but uh, so there's an after party, the BIM after party. And there's BIM glasses and BIM drinks and BIM shirts and BIM ball and b- the BIM mark. Was. What do you think BIM the drink is made out of? Probably just Kool-Aid. And Everclear? Kool-Aid and Everclear. Yeah. Doesn't look good. No, it did not look good. Unless, unless it burns it, when it gets dumped in the front of your pants. Because <laughs> that happens later. Yeah, but is the is the stuff that Dandy drinks later, is that a BIM drink? Well, it's... Uh, that's her Probably special drink. H- so is it the same stuff that he, they're serving at the well, BIM party? Mm-hmm. I feel like okay. uh, both. Because it was green. The, well, I think that there's a secret ingredient in both her champagne and his uh, mm-hmm. vegetable smoothie was uh, GHB. Yeah. A little date rape drug. I think so, too. Well, it even goes further than that because uh, she gets, as you mentioned, uh, a giant thing of champagne. Yeah. And uh, her uh, BB and... and uh, Dandy go up on top of the roof and he's he's romancing her and he gives her some fucking pills too. It's not just the GHB that's in her champagne. He's like, here, take these pills. I promise they won't hurt you. Have some ketamine. If you don't die, you're gonna get raped. Yes. Well, you're probably gonna get raped either way, but uh <laughs> You might die. At least I'll have a good time <laughs> yeah. if you're alive and it's not necrophilia, but I'm still going to have sex with you in either situation. Because I'm evil. He's evil. If I didn't make that clear enough. <laughs> so so she's getting date raped, not not on screen, but the metaphor is quite there. And yeah. I'm not, in 1980, was there even such a thing? Was like, could you roofie a lady and like? Yeah, to they were called her? roofies in the 70s. Was so it that's kosher? Well, like, I mean, I, mean, it's I don't not think super that... kosher. Like you wouldn't want to tell your mom about it, but you know, to be honest, I feel like it was uh, the late 80s when they really started cracking down on date rape. Like the the roofie thing was sort of not as uh, heavily prosecuted. Yeah. Before I, the I, I clearly 80s. get that impression. Yeah. Like, here's some drugs. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you about the side effects that are going to make you totally not be able to stop me when I mm-hmm. put it in your butt later. But in, in the eyes of the law, the act of the woman taking the pills mm-hmm. is Was... uh, then consent. Yep. That's not right. <laughs> not right. Way to go, 1970. <laughs> you fuck. Uh... <laughs> So Alfie's downstairs, and uh, everybody's kind of being dick to him, like, Alfie, you're from Canada. What's Canada like? Small town doofus. Well, he's not drinking alcohol. If he would have just fucking drank, he would have just taken a drink and just held it in his hand and not drank any of it, then he would have been fine. Nobody would have been like, you're a fucking doofus. I don't drink alcohol. What the do only you, Scotsman. Can I eat a man? <laughs> what do you drink, sheep pee? I mean, come <laughs> you on, know, like, dude. I don't drink alcohol. He's got like two Budweiser's in his head. What's that? That's just bear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a dance number. Yay. And, Before uh, we get to the dance number, there she's up there on the roof. Uh-huh. And they all laugh because he's doing the, like they turn on the lights or something. Yeah. How did they fucking see through the roof? I, this was really, no, there was just like. They couldn't figure out how to shoot it in any way to make sense, so they just did it anyway. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah, so they're laughing at her getting smooched by Him. Andy. And he's like, oh, stop it. But they shouldn't be able to 
see him, nor should they be able to teleport up there for the dance number. Which are they, they laughing do. at her or are they laughing at Alfie? Or are they just laughing because they're all fucked up on drugs? Fucked up on drugs. I think that you were meant to think that they were laughing because she was getting taken advantage of upstairs. Yeah, the mm. date, what festive jest the date rape is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So they give a, uh, a dance number and Andy's or Dandy's singing about how it's destiny and she's meant for him, even though they just fucking met. No, he she was made for him. Oh, she was yeah. made for him. He He's, is her master and her king. She is no more than a pencil topper. But he also to says that you're my queen and shit, which I think has a layer of like romance. Anytime you're like, lady, you're my queen, that's kind of I think nice. they threw those <laughs> couple of words in so that so, people wouldn't be like, what the hell is this? So, oh, but the date rape is fine? The date- <laughs> huh. Well, your grandma doesn't know what that is. My grandma's dead, so she doesn't know shit. Oh, <laughs> oh boo. boo. <laughs> that gets booed. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so. What a butthole. <laughs> so Alfie doesn't like it. He's not down with this dance number and his lady's seduced. And she's she's also like, oh, you're so big and strong. These strong arms. <laughs> like, Dandy is a no, dandy. He's named Dandy <laughs> he's for a, a reason. He is a poof. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, he's, yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna start on the football team. <laughs> very. Yeah, he's, I don't even know if he's gonna carry the water to him by himself. <laughs> this guy did himself. not. This guy did not have any kind of muscle structure. No sex appeal about this guy at all. It was just like, yeah, I'm willing to wear a sparkly speedo and jive on my junk. Yeah, this guy would keep up this. He was in Rockula as well. <laughs> yeah, he did it because he's like, I think my hair can carry me through this scene. He does have, if it's not a wig, he does have some very. Uh, he's got some sweet hair. Roger Daltrey esque. I was gonna say he's just like he's all around kind of a shitty Roger Daltrey. Yeah, he's got the gravel voice and the shitty hair. And he's not built as well, which is like, I don't remember Roger Daltrey being built all that well, but you're definitely built less better than him. Mm-hmm. You know, but this was before America became obsessed with muscles. Oh? Uh, Schwaz had already taken, yeah, yeah Schwaz had like... Uh, Pumping iron is like 1972. Yeah, William Smith ah. had been Mr. CIA, bust your ass, Joe look Brown's at these guns. punching people in the face in film, cinema films. Jim Brown. S- Jim Brown. Joe Brown. Joe Brown. Well, I Stallone's this- already been in yeah. Rocky four, like three by this point. Oh, well. So I okay. think you're full of shit. I lady. think I'm full of shit, and I think that this guy was a terrible pick. For- <laughs> hey, let's get you to take your clothes off and wear a banana hammock. As Again, long with- as there has been a place called California, America has been obsessed with muscles. Yeah. The uh- He also had weird nipples. Just throwing it out there. Just as a symptom of the filmmaking, because they couldn't get things. They wanted singers on screen. He was one of the singers. Yeah. They compromised that through casting process. But it's like when you're watching this, there's just so many of these things they wanted to do that get half done. So like they leave him in it because he's one of the singers. Mm -hmm. And then later on, they ended up casting people for looks and then adding singers later. And it's like you end up with this hodgepodge of. You know, some of them are not actors and some of them are. And some of them are just people that were there because they were in the army high school in Germany. Yeah. And I didn't think he was bad. I just was like, strong arms? I thought it was a mistake later on to have him just in a G-string. Yeah. they He should have said something like, maybe give me a vest. I don't know. I'm a little flabby upstairs, guys. Just, I mean, he's in better shape than me, but, uh, you know... That's not the thing to make you look good. I think I think uh, you would win in a bench press competition. <laughs> well, I could bench press that guy. I bet that guy's like 5'4", 126. So the next day, they go to the record label to sign the contract. And Alfie's like, I want an attorney. I don't want to fuck this up. 
he's correct. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. But they go in and they're like made to wait and sit there forever. And there's a huge group of other zany characters inside of this airport that is supposed to be the offices of Boogaloo Records. And uh, there's ballerinas, there's magicians, clowns, and they all get in a fucking dance number, sing off thing with uh, Boogaloo coming downstairs and Snake coming down, or Shake coming downstairs. I think this song is about corruption in like power. Yeah. It's about taking advantage of people because they want to be famous so badly that they'll just do anything. It stinks. I didn't like this one at all. Anytime Boogaloo sings, I'm pretty much out. He's not a good singer. No. But he, you know, I guess he hits the notes. It's just that he's got a distinctive voice. He looked like a creepy circus ringleader. Ringleader, yeah. 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 They also, this is the first time they just sort of like go all in on breaking the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. They sing this song to you. Yes, indeed. And I think that that's, again, it's like the first song you've told the audience that BIM is the thing. And it's like, what the fuck is BIM? So you've lost your audience once there. Now you're directly speaking to the audience. And you're telling them nothing. And most of the time, I can't tell what you're fucking saying. What you're saying, yeah. So, upstairs, they get put in upstairs and uh, in, the, in the main office. And it's like, hurry up, hurry up and sign these contracts. I'm leaving uh, tomorrow. You can't do it tomorrow. And you've got uh, 20 minutes. you got to uh, get some clothes put on you from this fancy lady. And, uh, well, you can't, we can't sign next week because you're going to be on the west coast of the America. And uh, so you got to either sign it now or it's no deal. And BB's like, fuck it, I'm signing it. I'm not even going to read this shit. Now he's like, no, I want to read it. And I want to I want to have an attorney look over it. And I'm not signing shit, you son of a bitch. There was two pages there. No matter how fine the print is, he could have looked it over pretty good in the amount minutes. of time that he, in just the amount of time that he spent bitching about it, yeah. he could have just kind of meandered over by one of those fake plants, perused it and gone, I'm not signing it with this attached. Mm-hmm. Just crossed mm-hmm. out some spots and then signed it. Said, okay, there you go. Lesson of the film is never sign a document without reading it, yeah. boys and girls. Well, he doesn't. She Public does. Public service announcement. Yeah, she's an idiot, though. Yeah, but he has premonition. He has, uh, he's interrupted by an earthquake daydream premonition that's like, the world is shattering, I guess, is the metaphor if you sign this. Yeah. So don't. So he's like, I just saw an earthquake and everybody's looking at him like he's a fucking idiot. And then all of a sudden the lights go dark. He's like, it's dark in here. What are you talking about? It's the middle of the day. Uh, And then all of a sudden, this fucking weird shit happens where it's another musical number that I guess is... It's essentially the metaphor of the film, this musical number. Boils down to this one fucking scene. The title of the film, everything that's being implied in this thing the whole time boils down to this one bit where they're in a, a cave underground they're in hell they're in hell but i it's, guess doesn't that doesn't make sense because they've got the apple the multicolored apple know. everybody's there alfie's there bb's there there's tons of people there they're all dressed in uh there's heavy leather teddy bears yeah yeah it is doesn't make any sense pig face people but at first though when we see bb and alfie they're dressed like adam and eve they are they are and then the devil's like well that just won't do there's no flowers here yeah so they are in hell. They are in hell. Why would they be in hell? I don't know. Because that's, that's where they keep the apple. That's not where. That's not how that story goes. It isn't. You don't. Well, okay. Well, let's save the biblical well, metaphor. Know, Menachem might the not have the best uh, fluent understanding of the subtle nuances of the New Testament. Yeah. 
like the Garden of Eden. But anyways, so they're well, like that's the Old Testament. Yeah. Bite the apple, bite it, taste it, taste it, apples, tasty and nummy. You want it in your tummy? <laughs> that's pretty good. I dude, you spend ten minutes writing anything, and you're gonna write better shit than this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the apple. Crazy apple, crazy apple, spooky apple. And then she's going for it. This drove me fucking nuts during this scene. She keeps going for it, right? Mm-hmm. But then they keep passing it to somebody else. So she's reaching for it like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm ready to, I'm, to eat this I apple. I want that fucking apple. I'm good to go. Can I just try it? And then like at the very end, she's like holding it. She's like going to do it. And then he, they grab her and they start twirling her around. Wait, I thought you wanted me to eat the apple. Yeah. And then she's like, apple. And he's like. Eat the apple. <laughs> put it in your mouth. Just reach out and grab it. And she's I'm like, trying. I'm trying to, but if you have to put me down and give me the fucking apple. Well, she couldn't logically bite the apple because it was made of porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they had to do that. And then they, you know, the biting of the apple was her signing the contract because had she bitten that apple, it would have been a trip to the dentist. So let's uh, let's mention some more of the zany bit down here. You've got uh, Dandy downstairs in the <laughs> with his downstairs barely covered with up. his oh. downstairs barely covered up, which is when we see how unripped this guy is and his g-string sequin thing. You know, somebody though, somebody really liked this actor and thought that he was the cat's ass. Because if you look at his g-string, it has more sparkles on it it's, than is yeah, humanly possible to sparkly. get on there. As a normal costume. Yeah, setter. it was like 17 sequins, because that's how big uh, the thing was. Let's go with Sam's theory and say <laughs> that uh, that guy wasn't supposed to play that part, but they were just like, oh, put that singer in that part. Well, they got if him they because he's a that, singer. Yeah, but if they made that costume, and then, uh, do you think other people wore that costume before he did? Was that made? And then, like, here, put this on. Is that butt floss for an audition? Like, we need you to audition. Put this butt floss on. Were other men's asses in that I, jumpsuit I don't know. thing? <laughs> I'm going to choose not to think about that one. There's a lot of keystring going on with that costume. No! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the string in the back seems to be well lubricated already. <laughs> that is definitely someone else's poop that is now in my butt. Uh, icky. Do you get, like, infections from that? I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Other poop in your butt. Or just like leaving the poop, even if it's your poop. If you have extra poop in butt, your butt poo, like, there's a reason you wipe your ass. Oh yeah. Well, there's a reason why some of us. Wipe your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all in Alfie's mind, and he doesn't sign it, but uh, BB does. So Alfie's like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." And so BB runs after him, but she's stopped by uh, Andy and Dandy, Candy and Pandy and Pandy Dandy. and Mandy, Sandy, Shandy, <laughs> Summer Shandy, Sublamdy. <laughs> they're like oh it's okay don't worry about him you're part of the bim family now he doesn't own you he's not your master you're with us and there you go that leads right into the next musical number which is that master shit i'm the master of i'm a good master i am patient and kind and give them what they want because they're all greedy sons bitches you know it oh by tlc yes (laughs) nice nice i was trying to spice up the musical a little bit yeah, so I did not like this one. I think this one's the shittiest. And then he just says the word master over master, and over and over master. and over again. There was the song that was kind of clunky, too. Yeah. yeah. So now she's getting all dolled up for her membership into the BIM thing. She's getting her hair done during this. This It's a musical uh, montage, essentially, of her being groomed for this role of BIM superstar. And 
they give her like the very next fucking scene is her doing her own musical mm-hmm. number because she now she's all fucking hard and shit. She's not folky in any way, man. She's speed. Yeah, and that's where you first noticed that they didn't do. It's like they were using just available costumes mm-hmm. at, at the most because she's very athletically built. She had very muscular legs. Mm-hmm. She had a pretty, I mean, she's very trim and she has a good body, but they're putting her in stuff that you needed to put in a much smaller person. Like, or more chesty person. Yeah, more chesty, curvy, definitely. Curvy person. A curvy person because she's stout. And mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't look bad, but it's obvious that they're not, the clothes are just not cut for they're somebody. They're sagging on her. Yeah. She's far too athletic to wear she's, what she's wearing. She looks frumpy as shit. And she shouldn't because she's, you know, all that muscle probably looks pretty good if you wrap it up nice. Yeah. So she's a, she's getting to be a big deal. And uh, Alfie's like just wandering around town or hanging out in his apartment, I guess. I don't know. But he's listening to like the shittiest part of town. Mm hmm. With some lady? Some Italian lady? I don't know what she is. I, I think she's his landlord. She, what, he's sleeping on her couch. Which There's makes, only one couch in there. Yeah, it's the landlord. Uh, is he boffing her? Well, he's sleeping underneath her or next to her. <laughs> There's not a lot of places to sleep they in there. They sleep together. Whether there's sex there or not, I don't know. But they he sleep together. Does... Uh, he does a thing that makes me yeah. think there's a little going on. Well, there. we get introduced to her as she's walking down the street, and this cop stops her, and they're like, "Ma'am, I need to, I need to check you out." So he's like checking her face out. I gotta write you a ticket. What for, officer? You have no bim mark. It's mandatory. You gotta have a bim mark now. So bim is taking over the world. Like yeah. there's laws around bim now. You got it. Well, the police force has bim shields and bim badges and bim guns and. Bim handcuffs. Bim and, shields. Yeah. Bim shields. Brooke shields, little known sister. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> from, she, from the Red Lagoon, yeah, from such which was, you know, about the uh, other thing when you're a teenager. <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. I don't know. I shouldn't have told that joke. It's that a bad a, joke. That's a really good joke. Fuck you, Sam. That's funny as shit. <laughs> Red Lagoon. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> it's an educational oh film from 1974. <laughs> starring Bim Shields. I want to go swimming. Not today, Not dear. today, dear. <laughs> okay, anyway, so. <laughs> so the landlady, uh, she's like, oh, I love your new song, Alfie. You know, it's so... It's so nice and so different than what we get nowadays, and it reminds me of the past, and she's getting all reminiscent, like, looking off into the distance, and then all of a sudden, fucking Alfie's like, hey, bringing you back to reality, and he gets two handfuls of landlady tits. It's weird that I was just noticing, I was like, that lady's got really big boobs, and right as I'm thinking that, he just grabs them both full he hands. He moved like, like a ninja for those honkers. Yeah. Like, he's not even in... He's across the room and all... He just clears it in one bound like, give me... <laughs> do you think that was a little Scottish ad-libbing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that was Scottish ad-libbing because the look on her face was like, like holy shit. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> the camera's kind of on. Yeah. So he serenades her and uh, sings her the song, the another musical montage of Where Has Love Gone? And I, again, I didn't hate this song. I thought this one was okay. It's not fun, but it just doesn't suck. It was bad. It didn't it suck. Was, uh, it was bad as fucking master and speed. So he goes and he, he also gets a BIM ticket. And uh, the town now, a message comes over the radio of the world, I guess. The intercom system for the planet. I guess. Uh, it's the BIM hour. 
Uh, everybody stop what you're doing. Uh, it's required by all citizens of BIM world that uh, you take part in BIM hour. So says the BIM health and welfare department of BIM. Of BIM. Yep. Everybody exercise, even the fat guy on the trolley. Stop fighting that fire and dance, boys. Dance. Stop uh, doing surgery. And dance. And dance. There's old people dancing, forced to dance. Instead of eating their lunch. Yeah. Or their early bird special because it's 4 p.m. There's nuns. The nuns dance. That was stupid. Everybody has to dance (laughs) for an hour. And the only lyrics you get to sing during this hour (laughs) are, hey, 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 Bim's on the way. Over and over. Bim is the way. And over. I think Bim is on the way. I I think now Bim is the way. I think she's right. Yeah, Bim is the way. Fuck Bim. How long do you think it takes before they just start dropping like a dance-a-thon? Dude, you, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) At at minute 43, the firemen are going down. (laughs) They're they're in the best shape of anybody. Doing this dance for an hour, I think that there's like 4% of people on the planet that could do that. Yeah, I mean, they're kicking up high, and they're dancing full tarso twists. And yeah. And there's no doctors to help out, because out, they're all fucking dead from dancing, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the fat guy in the subway- He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. He was sitting on the bench, trying to do as best he could with his arms, and I'm thinking, one, he's going to hit the old lady next to him, and two, he is going to die of a heart attack, because there are no salami sandwiches anywhere within this guy's vicinity. Yeah. There's no water, either. This could be one of the worst laws ever, ever made. Like, what happened to that planet Earth? The Star Trek people come, you know, the Romulans are sh- sh- cruising by one day. <laughs> they see day one of BIM hour. <laughs> Everybody dies in day one of I BIM I don't hour. care if they have warp power. Never come back to this place, ever. So dumb. Uh, do you think Denise Austin could make it through BIM hour? With yes. The power of potatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, totally yeah. Enough. She could do it. She's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah, I don't want to say anything bad about her because she just barrel through the window and just, exercises shove, to death. She will shove a potato right up your baby. She's like uh, Bim, you know that she's got her own police force. Her and Bim cops might team up and storm your castle at any point with or without a warrant. If she took over the earth, there probably would be Bim hour. Yeah. Yep. So BB's now a big superstar. She's mega. And uh, the fans are everywhere, and like she's like the fucking Beatles and shit, and Alfie sees her, and he can't get to her. She's like, ah, baby, and she's like, Alfie? And uh, he can't get to her. They're separated, and then he gets his ass kicked by uh, these mad The Galmorian guards? Yeah, yeah. It's Gamorian, but- Whatever. You said Galmorian. I did. Is that like gargoyle? No. You suck. Because they kind of look like gargoyle slash pigs. No, they're like the Gamorian guards from Jabba's Palace. Yes, actually, absolutely. They have uh, under teeth. Yep. Not canines, but the opposite of canines. Pig faces. I don't know what those are called, tusks, I don't know. Well, they're not tusks because they're teeth, but I don't know. Uh, Maybe they are tusks. If if tusks aren't teeth, then what the fuck are tusks? It's, uh, yeah. Anyway, so he gets his ass kicked, and he's like... Doing the old number where you walk down you the get street, kicked a lot. And you, <laughs> you're beat up and you're bleeding, you're singing your sad song. Oh, world, it's passed me by so hard. If there's an angel out there, cry for me. And Is this the first appearance of Joss Ackland? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And yeah. BB's singing out the window to him, and it's totally uh, American Tale. <laughs> Which hasn't somewhere happened out yet. There. Yeah. Maybe they stole that from this. <laughs> we should do probably not. It, probably I could you know somebody wrote a book about how American Tales stole all the mojo from this movie. 
Alfie stumbles back to his apartment. Oh, my babe has been taken from me. Lady with the big boobs, can I just get some of those big boobs? Man, I love my girl and all, but damn, those titties. Just rest them on my head while I eat this soup. <laughs> <laughs> so she nurses him back to help with, with the aforementioned soup, and he's getting like, I'm going to, he's feeling good, and he's going to really go after BB now. So he goes to this party that I guess is at the record place. I don't know where this red light party thing is. It's just downstairs in the same fucking building they've been in the whole time. Yeah. The airport. The airport. Yeah. This is the basement. The, the convention center at the yeah, airport. Yeah, it could be. He's like, I want BB released from her contract. You, you let her go. Well, did you even ask her if she wants to be? Well, no, I didn't take that part out, but uh, let her go. <laughs> I was going to drink these vegetable drinks. Yeah, and uh, delicious so vegetable smoothies. He drinks a can or da- a panties drink, special like, drink, special drink, which I think is just absinthe because it's green and fucks him up. He starts seeing shit. It's it's got a lot of GHB in it and everything but else that too, of course. But it's yeah, I mean, it's got to be something because he was like, I'm gonna drink scotch on the rocks, mm-hmm. which like okay, you don't need to date rape. This guy's on. This guy's gonna get there for you on his own. And she's like, no, not fast enough. I need this now. Yeah, she's coming for you. She does her musical now, her panty. Coming for you. Hi. Which is... Uh, Shouldn't it just be called coming on you? Or like... Coming next to you, <laughs> as it turns out. There is no innuendo in this in this song. She, at one point, says, do me now. <laughs> do me now. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I kind of wondered me. if she even got any penis, because he she still missed. got his... She's still got her, he's still got his pants on. At the yeah. end of the song, he just jumps out of bed. His pants are still on. His belt's still buckled. Mm-hmm. There's... It's the problem with drugs. Yeah, but she's been Can't up stand. there hopping around. She was having sex with the bedpost, had no idea. Yeah. She's like, oh, was it as good for you? And she's like, you just had sex with my shoe, the bedpost, and that lamp. She's seeing, I've been laying here staring at the roof. Seeing 10 of him as yeah. well. And none of them are actually him. Yeah. <laughs> Always go for the one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Top tip. There's your public service announcement, kids. If you're hopped up on the goofballs. What and- if there's two rows? <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then you're having a menage a trois. <laughs> With a boot and a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gets up after she's done. I think she, I, I don't think she's done. I think he gets up and sh- he leaves, but she's still in there going. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't even know what she's doing. <laughs> So he finds uh, BB in bed with Dandy, and she's like, who are you? He's like, BB. But it's kind of like weird floaty drug scene, like foggy and green. Yeah. So did that happen? Did she bone Dandy, or is that in his drug-induced coma? I feel like she did, because the next morning, she's like, Alfie was here, Pandy is, to beam BB. Jesus Christ, these names are hard to keep <laughs> They <track>. really are. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, he's... And she has this, like, shame look, like, he must have seen me getting oh, yeah. drug-humped again. <laughs> I, oh, boy, boy, boy. The walk of shame. So he uh, gets out of there, and he wakes up the next day on a park bench. and uh, Which happens to the best of us. Here's the point that Sam has been waiting for <laughs> yes. quite anxiously for the guy from Lethal Weapon 2 <laughs> to show up. Whose name is not important. <laughs> Joss Ackland. Yeah. Well, the first appearance of Joss Ackland, I, you know, call him Poop Nose Pappy. Yep. Because his nose is just it's disgustingly kinda... brown, and you wonder why. And you'll find out why later. But yeah, Joss Ackland shows up. And, and then gotta... there's some kids, 
and one of those children just falls down harmlessly and is quite hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Because if he fell down like and he got hurt, you wouldn't you'd feel bad, but he just like eats it. I'd laugh a little bit. Well, you laugh hard because he just eats it for no reason. This is nineteen eighty. It happened a long time ago, so it's funny now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a homeless man now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of homeless man. The uh, he gets led to this hippie camp, and there's a bunch of these are the lost children of the '60s. Thanks, poop nose pappy. And he says it in a way that's supposed to mean something, like they're a again a metaphor for <laughs> burnt out druggies in the Bible. Burnt out druggies. They're, but if they're burnt out druggies, then everybody else is just non burnt out druggies. I don't think they're a metaphor for burnt out druggies. I think they are burnt out druggies. What's the metaphor of burnt out druggies? That goes to the Bible. I just uh, Who are these people? So, are they are they are they the Jews being led out of, you know, in Exodus? I don't know. I you know what? I don't even want to go that far. They're, they're just some Is hippies. he Moses? No, he's, he's God. No, he's, no not. he's not. He is not God. Well, he well, it's a, God does appear in this film, right, but it is but it's not the, same the, it's the guy from Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah, Josh yeah, Eklund was it God. Is. But yeah, but there's also He just doesn't have a poopy nose anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He he plays the homeless leader of the of, pack and God. So he's, tops at the end of the movie. Yeah, because I I questioned that and I looked at it when, when the credits were rolling. Yeah. Are they Jesus's apostles? Yeah, I guess. Well, he's not a very good Jesus, the poop nosed pappy guy. He's just he an old like a fucker prospector. with a knife. Yeah, a prospector with a knife. Yeah, he looks I, like a crazy. He's got a asshole. bone necklace too. Yeah, no, if you saw that and guy no in a park and he woke you up, you would be like, just take whatever. Yeah. Here's my wallet, my shoes. You know, fuck, you're kind of what pants. I expected to wake up next to when yeah. I was sleeping in a park bench. Uh, so but, Yeah, and the hippies. If if the hippies are right, I want to be wrong. Totally. So they're busted by the cops, the van cops. Get on out of here. You can't be loitering or whatever it is you guys are doing. So they go to... <laughs> Before 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They go to a cave underneath the bridge. <laughs> yes. Wrong uh, place to put the bridge. Yeah. Engineers good, of Bin World. So BB now is back at headquarters and she's like, I got to find him. I feel shitty about getting boned all the time by Dandy. And <laughs> Panny's like, you know what? I also don't like having fun and being bad guy. I'm going to totally switch sides for like Ten no seconds. reason or like set up at all. She's just, you got to get out. You got to find him. He's your man. He loves you. And he, only you. He wouldn't bone me with, I mean, he did, but well, it was, it was kind have, of a soft penis. He would have boned me if I wouldn't have missed by half the bed length. But I promise you, he only had about a three quarter of a hard on. And I missed it. Yeah. I missed it by three feet. <laughs> So she gets away with Pandy's help, and then Pandy goes back inside and gets slapped by Snake, and then she has a musical number. Like, again, with the musical numbers and how to do a musical, she is a very minor part of this film. Like, very few lines, and then she gets an entire fucking song? Huh? Yeah. Head scratcher. But she got the cum song. Yeah, but that at least had played into, like, what the events that are happening on screen, not just a song about feeling shitty about stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really care about how Pandy feels, because she hasn't said anything before this fucking point in the film. (laughs) Her first song was definitely about the events that were happening on screen. Do me, the song. (laughs) Please do me now. (laughs) Boy, they sure know how to tell a story. (laughs) Do me. (laughs) So BB walks to this to the, to the his 
Elvie's house and gets told by the landlord that he's living now in a cave under the bridge. <laughs> I need to get my stuff. Wait, you're saying he lives in a bigger shithole than this place? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then at this point, let's be realistic. She's used to the high life. She turned around and went back up to the Snake Mountain <laughs> and called it good. And why does he not just tell the lady with the knockers, like, you should come live in the cave, too. It's a lot nicer than this shithole. Hey, maybe you could, uh, as long as I get to keep laying my head on top of your chest pillows, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, there's a chance that you could bone God, you know, because he's down there, I think. His nose but is awful brown, groupie. so I think he mm -hmm. likes rim jobs. I don't know. It's better than staying in this shithole with my bongos. Well, bongos are pretty cool. They are. Those were expensive bongos. Yeah, nice bongos. I'm, we're talking about physical bongos drums. that you play the drums on, not the landlady's chest again. <laughs> Which were pretty nice bongos. <laughs> it is weird to be talking I'm about here my bongos. middle-aged woman's huge boobs. <laughs> They're really big. And they were, I mean, the filmmakers weren't dancing around to me. She's like, got Look the at face. these knockers. We're going to grab them and everything. She has got the face of a bulldog. <laughs> and we're talking about, like, she's a fucking supermodel. Like, no, she just has <laughs> giant boobs. I'm here for my bongos, <laughs> and I'm here for your bongos. Come to the cave. <laughs> I love you. Always have. Always have. <laughs> so she finds Alfie, and uh, he's like, oh, thank God you're here. And he pulls her bim mark off, because she's been wearing a bim mark on her forehead. BDS. She should have a red spot. <laughs> <laughs> Where the skin is just irritated. Yeah, she's the, got a zit coming from in. The adhesive. Because the, the, the bim mark is just a fucking plastic sticker. It like is. The kind you would pay a quarter for at a, a pizza hut and get like oh, a, yeah. a sheet of ten of these fucking cheap-ass things. And then he starts singing. The, the leader of the hippie starts singing the the... Child of love song, child of love, child of love. And then there's a cut during the song, and all of a sudden, Alfie's got a fucking beard. They're back out in the park. She's covered in hippy-dippy shit, and there's a, six -year -old a fucking 10-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs> Whose kid is that? <laughs> is it theirs? It's got a baby, like, hammock thing. Yeah, so carrier. it's trying it's to disguise that to be kid a baby. Is... It's supposed to be a baby, and they couldn't find one, so instead, and he's toughen it out because he has to walk with this, <laughs> this 100 pound child this grade school child attached to his <laughs> chest and he's walking around he's, he's not a big guy either the kid's almost as big as he is, yeah, the kid Gaga, is <laughs> right shut the fuck up <laughs> asshole i'm in my teens <laughs> yeah the kid is like three feet tall at least it's like mm, okay baby want to bottle <laughs> no i don't want a fucking bottle i will take some milk though but, it's uh, just because it's hot out here. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Um, so time has gone by like a, one year. <laughs> one year because it's they're told that she's been with them for over a year now when the cops show up. Yeah. Which doesn't add up in any way, shape, So the or baby form. should be like three months old. Yeah. Unless it's not his. They're uh -oh. oh, it could be dandies. Dandies. <laughs> dandies semen has accelerated growth rate. Yeah. <sighs> So they're surrounded by BIM cops who have BIM shields and BIM swords and BIM guns and BIM badges and BIM cuffs and BIM hats and... Some sweet silver. BIM boots. BIM, BIM boots. CBs and what are their accessories? They probably got... BIM belts. BIM, Hats. BIM safety or cop cams, you know, like yeah. the police have to wear now for They've got BIM, social justice. BIM helmets, which are billmets. BIMlets. BIMlets. They also have BIMlets. funky uh, triangle sunglasses on. Oh, yeah. So they want BB to come back, like, we're here to arrest BB for crimes against our record label not being Bimmy enough. 
I don't know why. What, what's the violation of contract? Violation of contract. She owes them ten million dollars. You're not going to get that. No, they're going to make her work it off. Oh yeah, shaking that money maker because <laughs> she's been a hippie for a year now. The the people yeah. are still craving gonna... BB. It is worth your time to go get BB, the fucking dirty, dirty hippie, hippie. who lives in a fucking cave no, covered they're... in pee pee. Nobody wants BB anymore. She has no. faded from the spotlight. Those, Move on. Those hips look like they just tossed out an eight year old child. Yeah, because they did. She is not a starlet anymore. Yeah. Her time has come and gone. The ship has sailed <laughs> not to mention what have you been doing for the last year if you're so worried about this uh, yeah who's did, fuck you Bulu. you don't know how to run the show <laughs> no he doesn't so he's uh, a terrible master so all of a sudden mr tops comes in a space bentley that's clear because of worst effects. special effect yeah it's shitty and he walks out and he comes to the ground. So does the leader, the hippies, just disappear in the scene? Yeah. He's just not there anymore? He is tops. I know, but he did, what do you call him? Brown nose pappy? Poop nose pappy. Did he, is he also in the scene? Just he didn't cut? seem like it. Seems so, like he just comes back down with his nose cleaned off. Because Alfie's like, Mr. Tops is going to come to him, to brown nose pappy. I thought he was saying that to BB. No, yeah, he, he was said saying it to, to Poop Nose Baby. To Poop Nose Patty. Pappy. Pappy. No, he was saying it to BB, and she's like, who's Tops? She was standing there, but he was looking at, I'm telling you, he, that guy was in the scene when he said that, and then I guess he's just not there anymore. So they do they make the connection that they're one and the same? The Jesus has a brown nose and a he's knife. He's an old man, and he's got a knife. And then now he's up there in a space neck? Bentley? Do they know that they're one and the same? I don't know. So the cops can't arrest, like, arrest that man. We can't, sir. We're fucking stupid. They're paralyzed. Yeah. And the hippies, like, just come with me, my children. And they go into fucking space towards the space Bentley, which, but the space Bentley drives off. Is this the rapture? It's the only thing I could, like, I think it's one of the more clearer metaphors that this is, they're getting raptured. They're getting raptured because Disco was dead. The evil. And Pandy went with him. The apocalypse was disco. Pandy went with him? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah Pandy she... went with him. Dandy stayed behind. Why is she even there? Because she's part of the Evil Dugars Club. Why? Okay, so a year ago, she switched sides. And she just had she a, doesn't a moment of clarity, if you could call it clear, clear. But yet she gets to go to heaven. Well, you know, anybody who asks for forgiveness, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, he said, any and all of you can come with me. Even if you drug a guy up and have sex with a bedpost. You can still go to heaven. <laughs> That's right. Well, Tops and Boogaloo have a little discussion. He's like, where are you taking them? You know, someplace where you can't go. Well, everywhere needs Boogaloo, right? Like, you can't have a place without Boogaloo. Evil. Not this time. Not this time. And they wander off. Let's try something else. Into space. And that's the end of the fucking movie. Yep. Not even a musical number. Credits. And they got, and I bet there was, they just, it went awry like the first musical number because you notice they did the overhead of the cops standing there. Mm -hmm. They looked like they were ready to dance to me. Yeah. Yeah. In formation. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just how the BIM cops line up all the time. They're like, ready we, to dance. We can't make people watch this any longer than they already have. They showed up because they were expecting to do a musical number because BB was going to join yeah. the BIM family again, but they didn't get BB, so they're just like, oh. That was the the shorter cut. I looked at the a lot of running time, mm -hmm. and so there is two musical numbers down, so maybe that was one of the maybe. cutting room floor from the premiere. Shorter. What? I'm good with it being shorter. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could have done another one. 
Who wants to ask questions first? Uh, I'm going to start with, is it dystopia? Mm. Well, the only people we see living quarters that aren't part of the BIM group is Alfie and his huge knockered landlord mom. So they don't live good. It seems to be dystopia. But I think is it's it, dystopian. Like, is it post-apocalyptic? Was there like a disco apocalypse? Uh, and this is the... What happened in the 80s? The I don't, Cold War. Yeah, but did music stop the Cold War? Music won the Cold War? Now that's why it has so much power? Because the Cold War is not going on anymore. I mean, no, there's, there's a Cold War, but it's just not between the Reds it's and like, the... It's like, yeah, the Big Brother. Because there was supposed to be a lot of allusions to uh, 1984 in the original play that this was written I, oh, I around. can clearly see that. And I think some of that made it through. And the, the intention is that there's this is like the ruling power now is this uh, media conglomerate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what happened to do that? I mean, I, 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 that's my theory. Cold War was beaten by music. Music and brought the world together, and that's how it got all it the power. It was Donna Summer versus Kraftwerk, and she won. Yep. Took indeed. three and a half years. Indeed. Did Golem... Golem. 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 My gracious. Did Golan <laughs> read any of the Bible ever? <laughs> or was he? did he just hear about it third party? I'm going to say he heard this story in a bar and thought, wow, this is a great story. Or a missionary came to his house and was like, let me share the word of God with you. And then he got bored after about eh, the, the point where she ate the apple when they got cast out. And then he's like, well, that sucks. Okay, get out. We know he's not Christian. No, he's Jewish. But it seemed like throughout his career, especially with some of the movies he made in Israel, he seems fascinated by the Old Testament. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is Old Testament shit. If he's Jewish, he totally should know this should fucking Should know what's story. going on. And he should. And I think he did. I just think that this thing went that awry then why? Dude, they get offered the forbidden fruit in hell. Why take... Hey, you're in fucking hell now. The devil isn't with his minions going, taste the fruit, taste the fruit. It's yummy fruit. The, no, the snake is like, well, you live here. It's nice. It's really good, but how about a little bit nicer? How yeah, about a just little a bit little bit nicer? They should have been in a... They already should have been stars. Like the upstairs of the hotel. Yes, you are already in fucking paradise. And you bite the apple, what do you lose? What do you lose? What is the cost of biting the forbidden fruit in this film? I don't know. I don't know what she lost. Alfie, but she got she gets him she gets back. Gets him back. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have it doesn't and then have she the gets gravity. To go to fucking heaven. Doesn't make I, any sense. I feel like the uh the way that they put it in hell just to add another set to give it some visual dif- distance from all uh-huh. of, from the airport. You could have put it in like a really nice garden, I guess. Park. Then you're outside and you don't the containment issues yeah. are I mean, they had like well, you smoke can do soundstage and, like uh, Shaw Brothers, like a Shaw Brothers garden type thing. That's expensive. Mm, yeah, that's true. That was a shitty set. Yeah, just like brown paint and dry ice. It was indeed with some lights. Very I mean, high school esque. Yeah. Why does the devil have to have a sparkle beard and one horn and one horn that's made of gold? Why yeah. not two horns? He only has one horn, and then like his beard just gets more sparkly as the movie goes on. I think you know why the answer to the sparkles, Jackie. <laughs> I mean, more sparkles? You're questioning more sparkles yeah, in this film. Look good. The one horn, I don't get though. So, what's the penalty or the amount for a Bimmark ticket? Hmm, thirty Bim bucks. Thirty Bim bucks seems pretty steep. Well, if, if you uh, consider the currency exchange from 
bim chinese to oh, uh not good bim american dollars oh, bad. <laughs> it's, not, it's so, not so painful so how many bim tickets do you have to stack up in your glove box before they actually toss you in the slammer before you go to bim jail bim jail bimson <laughs> the bimmer and then you yeah, slam in the bimmer <laughs> and then you get raped by bibba up the oh. <laughs> up the bimmel <laughs> changes your whole outlook on Bim. <laughs> you know what? I'm Bim's number one fan. I don't want it to get raped in the, in the Bim hole. <laughs> Is there any system of government in this fucking place? No. Other than poli- Bim police? Yeah. Who only, like, you can be raping or murdering somebody? Totally fine. Who only- Do you have your Bim mark on? <laughs> As long as you conform to their style of music and taste, and yeah. by the by the records and the bim shirts and the <laughs> everything else goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else? I got one more. Okay. If you were the premier, would you have thrown the soundtrack through the screen with everybody else? I probably wouldn't have bought the soundtrack. But no, if I they had been... handed oh, it to you. Yeah. Um. Because it gives you an environment that everybody else they'll never find out that it was you. Would you throw it? No, because. This leads us into recommendations. I didn't hate this film. I didn't hate it at all. I I think I enjoyed it as a whole more than I enjoyed Can't Stop the Music, even though there's huge sequences in Can't Stop the Music that I loved. There's not enough to make me fucking hate this movie. It stinks, and I can't in good faith recommend it. But as a historical film, I have to because it's, yeah. it's a canon movie. It's directed by Manalham, and it sucks. It's a disaster of epic proportions. So I, I, I don't think I like it. I probably like if I had to rate it, I'd probably write in the middle at a five. But I think it's total. You have to watch this. You film. have to watch it. So what's your favorite song? Um, that's a really hard question because I really didn't like any of them. I guess that like "Where Does Love Go" song because it's probably like the most songy of any of the songs. It has structure and form and a beginning and an end and it's... a chorus and verses and things of that nature. Uh, it's not abrasive. It just isn't. So uh, favorite. What song makes me want to not shoot myself in the face very much? That one. I would say Child in Love because it was the shortest. (laughs) (laughs) There's only like three lines and they kind of, they fucked off after like 25, 30 seconds. What do you think happened to the apple? Like the prop apple? Yeah, the prop apple. It's probably, it's probably at one of uh, Menahem's grandchildren's house. You don't think they just chucked it? Oh, you keep that apple. You know how much of a piece of crap that is when Mm. you're making it. You're like, I'm going to keep this. And it's going to make me remember. I want the apple. I'm just asking. Well, maybe I can. It's probably not going to be very hard to make one. I mean, it's you'd just... be surprised. You might be able to get it at auction for like seven hundred bucks. Seven? That's way too expensive. That's probably what they're asking. Yeah. I'll just fake behind it closed her, doors. One hundred and thirty-two bucks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> the black market for Canon films props, yeah. or seventy-three dollars in a tugger. All right. How do you guys feel about this film? I loved it. I I was entertained. I liked. Uh, the flash of the costumes and okay yeah there wasn't much of a storyline there but i was able to fill in the gaps because i knew something about the bible and you know i don't know it's just a flash of the costumes and the really crappy music that went with it and they really tried to sell it as this exciting action-packed rock and roll yeah and i i really enjoyed it 
How does it stack up for you next to your two other musicals, Xanadu and Can't Stop the Music? I liked this one better. Than both of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So I'm, I'm inferring that you're going to uh, recommend it to people to ask you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. And I think you're right when you said that, um, you know, this is a big thing for canon history as well. And, you know, yes, this, this, this movie has all kinds of pitfalls and weirdness going on. But, you know, overall, it was very entertaining to watch it. I mean, if you just don't give a shit about storyline and stuff, but <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't see what you're bashing the storyline. I, I think there's a, story a clear, right clear story I to it. It's... Whereas Dreamcatcher does not have a story at all. This is the same, essentially the same story as uh, uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Hollywood's gonna chew you up and spit you out, young lady. Yeah, but at the same time, you have that. And that's not the ending of the film. At a certain point, it becomes the savior of humanity. And that's where the story becomes confused because is it about Hollywood chewing you up and spitting you out? I don't know. Is it about the love between two people? Kind of. Is it about the saving of the human race? I guess. Hollywood's going to spit you or chew you up and spit you out into heaven. That's that's the story. I guess. But you can at least have – you have three options of story. Where in Dreamcatcher, you're like – he's dust bees. Yeah, dust bees. (laughs) (laughs) Sam – I think it's an absolute do. Um, as someone who absolutely hates musicals, if you hate musicals as much as I do, watch this thing because it is the worst one ever. Mm. It is a disaster of epic proportions. And I always enjoy films that get a little confused, like with the story like that, that you can, it moves fast enough that it's not a detraction where you're just watching, you know, visual vanilla pudding that doesn't know what it is. This, you know, even though it gets confused about where it's going, it stays on pace and, is absolutely as dumb a movie as I've ever seen in my life. Uh, dumb. Dumb is quite well stated. Dumb. <laughs> it is just dumb. Yeah, I, I think you're right about like the uh, visual vanilla pudding because there's large swaths in Can't Stop the Music of visual vanilla pudding where you're like <clears throat> wanting to hit the fast forward button. Yes. Like you can just tell it's uh, Gutenberg, 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 Gutenberg. Let's get this mo- going. Give me more of the village. Oh, the village people are on screen. Let's watch that. Uh, and Xanadu it just has some of the most bland, uninteresting musical numbers, even for a good or bad movie fan, where there's just not very talented people on screen doing not very impressive things that you can just skip over those yeah. things too. Whereas this, there's not a moment that you want to skip over because it's all equally as stupid and bad. Xanadu gets sidetracked trying to like build the characters by showing their hobbies, and it's like, I don't care. Don't care. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's three dues from us. It is my pick next. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm not going to announce it, but uh, we'll figure it out this week. Come to us on Friday. Uh, we've got some big things coming up. We got the Smabfuss coming up next uh, month, I believe. The Sneaker Madness Achievements in Bad Filmmaking Awards Awards uh, with maybe a new candidate that we didn't know about. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'm so disappointed to hear that that fucking thing didn't clear 20% on Metacritic or whatever. It may not even make $100,000 this weekend. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, sorry, Jason Lee. You might be showing up on Sneaker Madness again, but... (laughs) You live here, bud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Get to the magical flying space Bentley. Oh, come on. Say it. Sing it. Sing it. We're at a musical number. Get... Get to the chopper, get to the chopper, get to the chopper. Space Bentley. (laughs) (laughs) Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. 
Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.